Monday morning, world. Hello, hello. Good morning on AM 950 Airwaves and good morning on Facebook Live. This is Ellie Krug. Formal name is Ellen, uh, but that will be the name that's only in the obituary. I am Ellie to all of my friends, and you are hearing me at 7.30 in the morning on Monday, January 8th. Some of you may know me from Hidden Edges Radio when that show airs on Sunday afternoons from 1 to 2. Um, and now I'm showing up again on your airwaves here on Monday morning. Um, and why am I doing that? Well, somebody high up, like real high up, made a decision that they thought it would be great for me to have a show that's centered on me and my work as I go across the world, well, so far across the country and into Canada, um, about trying to make a difference in the world. This is a brand new show. Um, for me, totally brand new concept because I am not necessarily very comfortable talking about myself. Uh, but I've been advised and requested to do that. And this is so the inaugural show of LE 2.0, and I'll explain what, how the 2.0 comes in in a second. I'm calling this show, as, as you'll see once we get it up to the website, Laying the Foundation. So this is really a show right now, um, bear with me, that I'm going to explain what I'm going to try to do with this show and what uh, all of this is about. And let's sort of begin with who am I? Because I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that there are people listening right now that are happy to tune into AM 950 and drive time on Monday mornings, but you never drive, tune in over the weekend, and you may not know who the heck I am. And so let's, uh, let's get into that a bit. So for starters, I'm a transgender woman, yes, okay? So that helps explain why the voice really right now sounds pretty masculine, not something I'm particularly happy about. But I am transgender. So that means for much of my life, I uh, presented as a man. And in, so the very short uh, 411 on that is, you know, I grew up in Iowa, married my high school sweetheart, eventually became a lawyer, um, had a very successful trial practice in Cedar Rapids. I struggled with my gender issues for much of my life. I kept them hidden. No one knew about them. And eventually, um, they came to the forefront. And uh, at some point, maybe I'll talk with you about the power of authenticity. If not, you go to Hidden Edges Radio to the archives. I talk a little, a lot about it there. So I, I struggled with my issues. I couldn't deal with them anymore. Hidden, I came out. I left my wife, um, which was extremely difficult to do. Then I came out in my law practice as Ellen Krug. Um, then I lost my law practice. Um, and then in 2010, I moved to Minneapolis to start all over again. And since then, I've written a memoir. I've become a columnist for Lavender Magazine. I now have uh, two, not one, count them, two radio shows going on AM 950. And on top of all of that, I speak and train across the country about human inclusivity, about what it means to be welcoming and accepting of others, people who are quote-unquote different from quote-unquote us. I do that. And really what I am, and here you go, here, here what I am is I am a hopeless 
idealist. And, you know, hopeless in the sense that, you know, I, nothing, nothing will shake me from believing in the common good of all men. And, I, you know, and that's probably the last topic you want to hear on Monday mornings, but uh, at least as far as, as long as the station wants me doing this show, that's something that we will talk about. By the way, if you have an interest in learning more about my story, if, if it, at all that's something that... Um, uh, you want to inquire about, I have written a book, it's called, uh, the title is uh, Getting to Ellen, a memoir about love, honesty, and gender change. It's available on Amazon, Kindle, Nook, Apple Books. Um, you can contact me and I'll send you, uh, I'll sell you a, a copy that would be uh, inscribed. There you go. And back to that idealism thing. So I tried to, as I prepared for this show, I wanted to go see if I can come up with a good definition of idealist and idealism because you know what these are these are not words these are not words that are in the lexicon very much anymore I mean these these words have been pushed aside like like off to the side by all of the other dialogue going on right now much of that much of that dialogue is about we versus you and so um, I went to Google. I did not like the definition in Merriam-Webster, uh, so I went to Google about the definition of idealist. What is an idealist? And here we go. Quote, a person who is guided more by ideals than by practical considerations. Unquote. I kind of like that, but I'm going to change that a bit for me. And then idealism, according to Google, is this. Quote, the practice of forming or pursuing ideals, especially unrealistically. Now, I am an idealist, but I'd like to call myself a practical idealist. And that, what that means, practical, is that I am, I, I, my head is not totally up in the clouds. I understand a bunch of things about human nature. I mean, I was a trial lawyer for almost 30 years. And in the course of doing that work, as well as volunteering work and other things that I do in the world, I mean, I have some idea about what will work and what won't. But I do know this. I know that if we don't talk about how the world can be better, if we don't have it in front of us every day, thinking about it, if we don't do that, I know that we will never get there. And we have gotten lost in a variety of ways um, by focusing only on the immediate and focusing, again, on we, we versus them. Now, this station that you're listening to, um, we've got some really great commentators and great radio hosts. We've got great uh, work on this station, and a lot of that is about protecting people who lack voices of their own. And, and some of that protecting goes into the category of we versus them. And I don't operate that way. I mean, I respect everything and I love this station, but I don't operate that way. The way I operate is that I believe that 99% of all people, I really do believe that 99% of all people are good. 99% of all people want to do the right thing. 1% total sociopaths. You know, we will never get to those people and, you know, and, and that's just the way it is. But the other 99% of us want to do the right thing. It's just that the vast majority of us scared to death 
we're afraid to do the right thing. We're, we don't know what it is. You know, we're, we're worried that it's going to lead us into a situation that we can't handle or, or can't get along with. Um, and, and, you know, um, there are people, and I like to think I'm one of them, that helps to offer ideas about what that right thing is. Now, my idealism is not like I didn't just come to this. I have been an idealist ever since I was a kid. And I think that it was fueled in part. I had some open parents to um, other people. I, when I was a kid, we had people of different colors around our dinner table and different religions. And, and that was an education for me. But I was also a student of Life magazine. Now, younger people, you, you know, that you may have heard about it, but older folks will remember that Life magazine came every week to the house. And in the course of that, we got to learn about the world. And I got to learn about a lot of things that were going on in the 60s. Yes, I'm older. I'm 61. Don't call me senior, please. I'm just call me, call me older a little bit. And, and so... I remember vis uh, images, visions, or excuse me, visuals of the Freedom Riders, their buses being burned. I watched Selma on television. I saw it in Life magazine. I saw the Vietnam War and what it did to our country in a variety of ways. And most importantly, I saw people like Dr. King, Robert F. Kennedy, McGovern, you know, all kinds of people who are willing to take stands, willing to put themselves at risk um, for ideals, for how the country could be better. And so that somehow that took, took hold of me. And I, lo I, I, I never stopped being an idealist, but when I started struggling with my gender issues, that put a lot of things to the back. But I will tell you this, why... Why this show from a transgender person? Of all the people in the world, why would AM950 have a show about idealism and about how we can make our country better? Why would you have a transgender person that would do that? And the answer, the only answer I could come up with is because I have had the experience of living in two different genders. I have had the experience of knowing what it's like to be a privileged white man with a lot of power and a lot of money and I've understood how to go from that that high high top place to one where I now am a um, woman marginalized woman living from in a community of marginalized people transgender people um, and not and being other in our society because my voice does not match my appearance. If you're on Facebook Live right now and we are taping this show, Facebook Live, hello, Facebook Live, um, you will see that I am distinctly very feminine. But I get the look often and always from people when they hear my voice. And it makes, it reminds, it reminds me every time I see that look that I am other that I am different, that I am in a different place. And I think that that process of going from privilege to far less privilege, I'm still white, so I still have privilege, but going from that process, I think that that gives me some perspective. And, and I am willing to share that perspective. I'm willing to show up on your airwaves, on Facebook, sharing that perspective. Does it make me anybody special? No, it doesn't.
It just simply makes me a survivor. And by the way, all of you, everyone on this, if you listen to Hidden Edges Radio, I'm always talking about surviving the human condition. When I come back from our break, I want to talk more about, you know, um, what it is that I seek to accomplish with this show. If you're listening on Facebook Live, send us a question or a comment. How, how is this going? And so, you've been listening uh, to Ellen 2.0, a different kind of radio show. One that taps into idealism that we all have, where we long for a better, more inclusive world. It's really what makes America great. If you like what you hear, email me at le2.0radio at gmail.com. When we come back, I'll talk a little bit more. Thank you. With all the convenient big box stores that sell appliances, why do so many Minnesotans choose Warner Stallion? Check online to find that Warner Stallion is a Minnesota family-owned business for over 60 years. Warner Stallion offers more appliance brands than any other, and our passionate specialists are motivated to impress you so much that you will refer Warner Stallion to everyone you know. That's our mission here at Warner Stallion. Ask around, check us out online, and when it's your time to buy new appliances, join nearly 300 Minnesotans and choose the appliance specialist, Warner Stallion. Supporting the best local and independently owned restaurants in the Twin Cities has never been easier. You'll find an expansive list of local dining options at eatlocalminnesota.com from classic American comfort food to authentic flavors from around the world. Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club invites you to check out their beautiful facilities for your next special occasion. Book your wedding reception, retirement party, business dinner, or other special event with confidence, knowing their expert staff and award-winning chef will make it a big hit with your guests. Call today to get a quote, 763-571-9020. STEM offers exquisite and exciting wines from around the world, served in a beautiful space showcasing a culmination of old world and new. While wine is their focus, STEM also has artisan beer, seasonal cocktails, and delicious rotating small plates. STEM is located at 24 University Avenue in Northeast Minneapolis. Learn more at stemminneapolis.com. Hello, this is Ellen Krug from Hidden Edges Radio. When I'm not on the radio, I'm standing in front of audiences training about diversity and inclusion and on how to be welcoming to others who are different from us. More than ever, employers and organizations need professional diversity and inclusion training. I can offer that training through my company, Human Inspiration Works, LLC. I'd love to make your workplace or organization more welcoming. For more information, go to humaninspirationworks.com. Thank you. Saturdays at 1 p.m., you have a chance at a fresh start, a new beginning. Hi, everybody. This is Freddie Bell, host of New Beginnings. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, spirituality, and even entertainment. Every day is a chance for a fresh start. Join us Saturdays at 1 p.m. for New Beginnings with Freddie Bell on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, Matt McNeil for my favorite Toyota, the Sienna from Rudy Luther Toyota. It's the most amazing vehicle I've ever owned. It's so good, after a decade of driving one, I just bought my second one. Roomy seats the entire family and their friends and the dog, the safety features, the entertainment system, the fuel economy. Siennas are fantastic vehicles. I will likely own a Sienna as long as I'm driving. See for yourself by test driving the ultimate family vehicle, the Sienna at Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169 in Golden Valley.
Welcome back to AM 950 and LE 2.0, where I'm not afraid to call myself a practical idealist and where I talk about how we can get together, how we can make this world a better place, how we can do that together. And so you may ask at the beginning of this, this is my inaugural show. This is the first time I'm taping LE 2.0 and, and yes, it's taping. It's not, it's not live, so you can't call in, unfortunately. Uh, maybe someday that'll be different. Who knows? Um, but uh, this is, the, as I said, the inaugural. So the question is, what's this all about, Ellie, and why in the heck do I want to tune into you on, at 7.30 every Monday morning versus doing something else? Well, here goes. Here's what it is about. So um, first, you know, as I've said, it's not about we against them. There's far too much of that going on. This show is about we. It's about us. It's about Red and blue, Christian and Muslim, people with disabilities, people without, you know, it is, it is about something for, for everyone. And I have this, yep, here's your practical idealism. I have this vision that we can get there. I mean, we are there already at different places in our country, but we need to get there far more than what we are. So that's first. It's about this vision of no more we against them. Second, the show is a part about me and my work. But radio, you have to understand, radio is not my gig. It's not my primary gig. My primary gig um, is standing in front of audiences, talking to them about what it means to be other in our society. And then, by the way, I, I don't, you know, I'm not somebody who just points out problems because I have solutions and when I go and I train and I speak about human inclusivity, I offer ideas and, and tool sets on how to get past we against them. And so I'm going to offer some of those tools and some of those ideas as we go forward with this show. This show is about inclusivity. Thirdly, I'm going to hi highlight examples of idealists and true leaders who really are making a difference in the world. For example... I remember the first time I met Morris Dees, who is the founder of the Southern Poverty Law Center, as you may remember or know. Morris Dees is a lawyer and a legend. And I met him only once. Um, and I didn't, other than shake his hand after a talk, I didn't ever really speak with him. But I was in the audience of a group of lawyers and judges at a conference in the late 1990s in Des Moines, Iowa. And Morris Dees was the keynote, the featured speaker for the day. Morris Dees has taken on hate groups. He has taken on all of the hatred that goes on in our country against people who lack voices. And I sat in this large room with, as I said, judges and lawyers. I mean, for people in the Midwest. I mean, we're talking many powerful legal people in the Midwest. And Morris Dees was introduced. And before he said a word, before he said a word, there was a standing ovation that would not stop. And the man was, I mean, extremely humble. He didn't know how to really receive it. And, and 
just the process of everybody standing and giving him that ovation struck this chord in my heart. And I, I mean, I had tears instantly. And then I listened as Morris finally did begin to speak and talked about, um, about his work and about the difficulty going on in our country back in the 90s, harbinger of where we are today. And, he, you know, he didn't appeal for money or anything like that. What he appealed for, what he asked of the audience, was that the audience join him in his vision of an America that was just for all people. And again, of course, at the end, standing ovation that went on and on. Again, very humble man. And, and it's, Morris, it's the Morris D's of the world that I want to talk about in this show. And some are very visible like he is, but not everyone. There are other people who are inspirational, that are idealist, idealistic, that inspire. They are the people that I want to highlight on this show. And lastly, what this show will do is I will offer you an inclusivity tip of some type on how to go forward in your day-to-day -day, um, existence. And sometimes I'm going to provide you with some homework, as I'm going to do here today. Um, you know, what I don't want this show to be is, I first of all, it's extremely difficult. You have to understand, it's extremely difficult for me to do this show because I am used to doing, standing in front of audiences and seeing people nod. And while I'm looking at my wonderful producer, Brett Johnson, Brett's, you know, trying to do a bunch of other things and he cannot nod at me very often. <laughs> and, and so it's very difficult because I hate being just simply a talking head. I have no idea whether I'm connecting with any of you. And if, and if I am, if this is somehow resonating, if the idea of a show built around idealism and around getting America back on track to the place where we truly can be great, and by great I mean where we have everybody at the table. If this resonates with you, please email me at ellie 20 so it's, it's 2.0, it's just a dot. You don't write out, type out the word point. Ellie 2.0, radio at gmail.com. Tell me, I'd, I'd love to hear from you whether this idea, this concept resonates whatsoever with you. I don't have the market cornered. Please know that. I, and, and, and I don't want to talk at you. I want to talk to you. I want to be someone that you can trust. I make a promise that whatever I tell you, I firmly believe, and certainly I'm not going to spew propaganda in one way or another. And most of all, I'm going to talk about human, the human heart. We all have these incredible human hearts full of empathy. And so that's what the show's about. Um, we're going to go forward, hopefully, um, um, with stuff that is engaging and of interest to you. Here's your inclusivity tip for the, the, this week, and that is this. It's very simple. Just simply say hello to someone. Say hello to someone new, either at your job or your organization or whatever. It's a baby step, but say hello to someone that you haven't said hello to before. And record the reaction. See how they react. All it has to be is hello. 
It can be, hello, how are you? But hello, please. And here's your homework tip. In the next week, will you do this, please? Will you say the word idealist or the phrase idealism? Will you say that to someone out loud? Will you use that word? Because when I was a kid, that word was in the vocabulary a lot. And today it's not. Maybe we can get it back in to the vocabulary. I think that that would just be great, don't you? I hope that you um, continue to tune in. I hope that you find this of interest. If you want to know more about me, go to um, www.elliekrug.com. You can read about me and my work. You've been listening to me, Ellie Krug, one of the relatively few transgender radio hosts in the world with Ellie 2.0 on AM 950. If you've enjoyed the show, email me at Ellie 2.0, that's 2.0, radio at gmail.com. Let me know what you'd like covered. Tell others about the show, please. We have much work to do to take this show to a place where I can be happy with it. Um, the ultimate goal is impact, to make our country more compassionate for all, regardless of race or differences or whatever else. A big thanks to my producer, Brett Johnson, and go forward and be well. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week.